The Bible seems to teach that we are either growing or dying in our faith. There is no in-between. What helps us grow? What should we not do? Can we go backwards? Can we take ourselves backwards straight out of God's grace? That question and more today on Consider It. Well, this is Consider It, where we're considering questions about life, theology, and the church. This is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions that regard live theology in the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider those questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit us at redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It. Let's start up top with the question today that was submitted. It says, what is backsliding? Please explain in layman's modern society's terms, what are the repercussions of backsliding and can you lose your salvation from backsliding? A really awesome question that we have today. Um, So yeah, let's let's just jump right into it, Blair. Why don't you, let's start with what what is backsliding? It's honestly not a super, I've not really heard it a lot. it's not like, I guess, a formal theological term, so why don't you just go ahead and... You've never heard this before, Aaron? I, that's that's probably because you're like growing in your faith. You're, yeah, you're, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, backsliding, um, it's 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 actually a ride at Schlitterbahn. You know, you go down <laughs> on your back and... No, nah, I'm just kidding. That's a... That, that was a pastor joke for you. Backsliding, um, you're right. I don't know about a theological term. It's not necessarily one that the scripture uses. Yeah. Um, scripture uh, uses uh, terms like apostasy. Um, but uh, I would define backsliding as going backwards in your faith. Okay. Um, going the wrong way, if you yeah. will, of uh, losing your love for Christ, of uh, losing your zeal for Christ. Uh, of losing uh, your commitment and your discipline for Christ and uh, and going really in the wrong way. Okay. You know? um, I think that's really what's meant by the term when people use uh, oh, this this person is is a backsliding Christian or somebody. Yeah. Um, so uh, more more than more than just uh, unencouraged, weak, maybe a, you know in a slump. You know, it's more than that. You're saying it's it's this like intentional yes yeah i I, th- I think so that's how i've heard it so, yeah. so that's where it's like the bible doesn't necessarily have like a clear definition at least not when i've found yeah um and it's like this is a backsliding believer but i think the way that most people use it yeah um and based on the way that the question is being asked today that it it it's not just this like um kind of uh yeah. unintentional you know going the wrong way that yeah. seems to be more deliberate yeah. in that of uh, rejecting the faith um less than uh, just like growing growing cold if you will um right because um, i think a lot of us go through seasons like that mm-hmm. and maybe maybe the question is being asked maybe that's what they're asking yeah um, and we may actually be unhelpful right now in trying to define it but <laughs> yeah. there's not but but it, what do we mean because there are seasons and so right. like if we if we're trying to look at the scriptures i think that's what 
we, we have kind of these two categories yeah. of somebody that is that is just weak right now that's very discouraged that's going through a trial or a difficulty yeah and and uh, is is you know has, has grown cold in that way and isn't is you know like the fire isn't burning as bright per se based on these circumstances in their life that are are um, that are difficult the trials mm-hmm. of life yeah well and to, to I guess here to make it a little even more complicated and confusing that's so, what we like on this yeah show. so what would you how would we compare that or maybe maybe it's close to you know the difference between habitual sin and you know maybe even I guess even the difference between these two yeah. the habitual sin yeah. or someone who is constantly uh, in a struggle with a specific sin. Sure. Yeah. No, that's good. Like a habitual sin, you know, referring to like First uh, uh, John when, when he talks about, you know, he continues in his sin or persists in his mm-hmm. sin. Um, right. Well, there's a heart issue in there, isn't it? It's a... Uh, um, all of us have sin in our life. All yeah. of us have struggles. Now it's different. Mm-hmm. You may struggle with different things than I do, just yeah. based on our nature, based on you know the things that the, the way that we're wired. Um, is everybody kind of struggles with a variety of things? Yeah, um, none is unique. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no temptation that's unique to anyone. First uh, Corinthians tells us, but it's uh, um, but all of us struggle with with something. Now the difference is is how hard we are fighting it, yeah. and how uh, how much we are just like giving in to uh, to uh, t- to the temptation when it comes up. Right, and so um, there there are some that are constantly fighting, and it's before them. And so when it comes up, they repent, yeah. and, and they're, they're gaining broken. victory. Yeah, 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 they're broken over it. They're repentant of it, and they are putting things in place uh, to to help avoid those uh, temptations. And then uh, um, and then there are those that are like, well, this is just I just struggle with this, and so it's just easier to give in. I don't care. You yeah, know, and and I'm just going to continue to you know to to get drunk, or I'm going to continue to do whatever. Yeah, um, to live a, an immoral life, mm-hmm. uh, even though I know that. This is outside of the will of God. That right. this is uh, that the Bible calls you know this thing sin, and uh, and yet I don't yeah. care. So um, so it sounds like as far as backsliding goes, it's more of a uh, this uh, like habitual sin in that it's a it's an awareness and it's a con- it's like a conscious um, intention of persisting in that sin. Yeah. Where you know I think like you said we all have we're, we all have our chemistry and how we're built and yeah. we all have dispositions to sin in a certain way sure but and you know and it's a it's a good point to make that like i think even some christians can get discouraged yeah. in that they're fighting this sin yeah and they feel sometimes maybe they they might be in a habitual sin even though they're you know they're trying hard they're fighting they're fighting they're doing good and then you know it happens again or something like that right but that heart posture is is very unique to the habitual sin or to the right. to the backsliding, right? Right, right. It's that whole thing, like okay, we take one fo- step forward, two steps back, yeah. or okay, two steps forward today, but yeah. one step back, and 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 just how that's kind of representative of the of the Christian life. Um, and now, see, like our struggle with sin mm-hmm. doesn't need to be a discouragement, even when there are defeats. Yeah, because if anything. It is pushing us on to Christ. 
Yeah. And so if we who are believers and are seeking victory mm-hmm. over sin, um, and and that's causing us to be more humble and repentant, if that's causing us to be in the word more, Mm -hmm. if that's causing us to pray more, to be more open and confessional with our brothers or sisters in, in the, in the Lord. Yeah. Like, What's wrong with that? Like, right. isn't that what it's all about? Mm-hmm. Like, all of us are like, probably want, like, I want to grow more in those things. I need Absolutely. to read my Bible more. I need to read, uh, you know, I want to pray more. I need to yeah. be with my friends more. Well, if that's kind of the catalyst into those things, that's mm-hmm. also uh, can be the grace of God in the midst of it. Now, God's not tempting us. He's not pushing us into sin. Right. You know, um, we can't go that far. Uh, but we're, we're using those things for good. Right. And so, why not be discouraged in that, right. and even allow that to then be victory? Now we don't give in to sin because right. of yeah. that. It's like, well, I want to pray more, so yeah. I might as we well sin, and then uh, we don't like, take advantage right, of the grace. Right, right. That's Romans Paul, six. He's yeah, like, by no he, means. Right. He's like, uh, no, you, you don't. You don't get it if that's yeah. what uh, if that's what you're doing. But yeah, and it's kind of yeah. like uh, it's it's you know like we talked about last week how the law in the Old Testament shows us our sin, yeah. and and our sin, what it should do is it should push us to christ yeah because it's who we need it's what we need yeah um yeah. cool well on that so we kind of as as working with the the definition that backsliding is this yeah you know intentional um awareness of choosing you know sin yeah to walk away from christ right yeah. over christ well let's let's tackle that that second question which is what would be then the re- the repercussions of backsliding? Right, right. Yeah, the intentional walking away from the Lord uh, has obviously drastic mm-hmm. consequences. You know, what immediately comes to mind when when I, when I hear that uh, question is Isaiah fifty nine, and uh, this warning um, here uh, to the to the people of Israel, um, and and I think to us here, he says, "Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, or his ear dull that it cannot hear." What a what a great picture mm. of the Lord's grace. Yeah. Right? Like nobody is too far gone from the Lord. Yeah. You know, what and what you know, like what, what great practical application even as we think about like our lost family or friends. Yeah. Those that are, are just so hardened, so far away from the Lord. And Isaiah fifty nine one is just saying like nobody's too far gone. Right. Nobody is too far. Even if they appear that way to us mm-hmm. from the Lord's perspective, his arm is not too short. Um, he, uh, he, he, he can go after them. Right. He can reach right. anybody anywhere. As long as they are still alive, they still have breath in their lungs, there is still hope that God could change their heart. But here's where verse two comes in. He says, but hmm. your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. It's like, whoa, oh, we talk about the repercussions of walking yeah. away from the Lord, you know, of, of just walking in sin, and then the Lord's not going to hear you. Yeah. You wonder why your prayers aren't being answered? You wonder why you're not experiencing, like, the blessing and the joy and the peace and the patience and, yeah. you know, the fruits of the Spirit? You wonder why that's happening? Well, because uh, your sin has created an obstacle between you and the Lord. You know? And so, if we think in, in terms of, like, a relationship— well, if we have, uh, if if I've sinned against my wife, like I can't expect that everything's just going to be all yeah, great. Every, like right. that 
puts an obstacle in between our relationship that needs to be repented of, reconciled, forgiven, worked through yeah. in order to for there to be closeness again. For sure. And so repercussion is just is like, yeah. well, you you will uh, God's ear will be deaf to you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that's I, I think that's a I love that because on one on one side it's that that scripture is telling us like. There's no one too far for, for yep. where, where the cross does not atone for that. Yep. But on the other side, it's still saying, though, like, God hates sin. Right. You know, and I think sometimes we we take advantage of, of the grace yeah. and the saving work of Christ, and we say, uh, sin's not a big deal. Yeah. But the truth is, is sin is a massive deal. It's right. what put Christ on the cross. Right. And, and God takes it seriously, and He hates it. And yeah. so, we should hate it. And... We should not. We we should not be like okay with like, you know, like casually sinning. But rather, it's like we should be fighting sin every day. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We cheapen grace. Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, to use a kind of a, a common uh, concept with it, we cheapen grace if we just give in to our sin and uh, we we uh, um, and 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 we yeah just don't care about yeah. it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's like, well, I think then we've missed the magnitude yeah. of what Christ did on the cross, yeah, and how our sin put him there, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's you know we referred to it earlier, but that's why Paul gets fired up in Romans six about it. He's like, yeah. should we then should we sin so grace may abound? Yeah. He's like, absolutely not. May it never be. Here, mm-hmm. and so it's like you don't understand grace. You don't understand what Christ did. Yeah. If if that's our mentality, well, you know, it's easier to ask for forgiveness or whatever. It's like, yeah. Well, and like uh, most things, you know, there's those two polarities where we, I think we need to find the right biblical middle yep. where like, you know, yep. we, we don't just take advantage of grace and say, well, I'm going to sin because, you know, the cross has, has covered it. You know, that's, that's not the biblical view, but also it's, there's no one too far gone. There's no sinner who's right. in some sin that, that the cross is not covered, you right. know, because then on that end you cheapen the cross. You say, "Well, right. no, the cross was not good enough for that." Right. But right. but the truth is, is that sin is so serious, and yet the cross fully atoned for all of that. That's right. Jesus's work covered all of that, and right. so we should. Our response is always the same: is we should run to Him. Right. You we know, should. we should. Our uh, see if our attitude is, how much can I get away with? Yeah, we're, and still be in God's good graces, mm-hmm. if you will, and still be saved. Yeah. We're approaching it from it. The, yeah. the, the wrong. You're in, and that's just it. You're likely not saved, right? Because you don't understand the gospel. Mm-hmm. You don't understand the good news. If that's your mentality, it's like, well, how far away can I get from the Lord? What, what, how much can I get away with and still be in God's good graces? That's just like that. That's just backwards to gospel thinking. Yeah. Our attitude is no. How close can I get to Christ? Right. I I want to be so far away from my old way of living, my old way of thinking. I, I am so done with that and want to be cast on Christ. I want, I want to be more and more like Him, growing and improving and, and, and being sanctified. And, uh, and yet this thing called sin is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, throws me for a loop sometime. It trips me up. It right. stumbles me. Um, but I get up and I keep going towards Christ. I don't let yeah. it like stumble me and then tumble backwards or, you know, slide backwards towards my old way of life. Yeah. No, no, no. I am constant. I'm 
picking myself back yeah. up by the grace of God, the help of his word, the help of his spirit. And, uh, and, and I'm heading back towards Christ up yeah. that hill, uh, making that progress in the faith. And, uh, and if we, and if we don't, if we give up mm. I and mean, we go backwards, well, then it does, it puts a separation, you know, if we're truly right. saved, um, that puts a, uh, that, that does put an obstacle, mm-hmm. not an insurmountable one. One that, by God's grace, through the door of repentance, like um, you know, if you look at the the seven churches in Revelation two and three, yeah, um, you know the the five churches that God has something against. He says the way to turn that around. You know these these churches, and in some way, if you look at them from Ephesus to Laodicea, they they are churches that are you know it's they're kind of getting progressively worse right or they're digressing rather sure um away from the lord to the point of laodicea and christ is like knocking he's standing on the outside but the way to stop that and to turn it around that backsliding to laodicea is to repent to repent yeah and that is what gets us over the obstacle throwing yourself on christ and uh running to him and uh and and opening that door back up from the broken fellowship that yeah was, and and how how um how important it that repentance is because sin like you don't you don't just end up like you know this backsliding question you don't just end up in this spot where you've completely turned away from the right. lord you don't just show up there one day right. to the next like Wait, what happened? yeah like <laughs> yeah your relationships don't just the next day they're just in awful turmoil like yeah. we let sin creep in and what sin does it sears us it sears our conscience and then this sin it's like a snowball you know it just yeah. keeps on snowballing and then because you've refused to repent yeah you you look around and then you're in this you're in this uh the consequences of of this sin right um and so like you're saying man like at every point we need to remember that repentance is always where where we need to be at yeah it's the way that we turn around it's the way that we prevent backsliding yeah you know? for sure and uh and that's repentance goes yeah. hand in hand with faith and so mm-hmm. those that have faith can repent and yeah and uh and so and, and that doesn't mean part. that there's not real i think there's there's real consequences for our sin you oh, know yeah. that isn't that doesn't mean that we don't get for that it's, we're not forgiven and that our repentance isn't real yeah. but the truth is there's ram there's real ramifications for sin indeed uh and so while which is why we should be you know fighting sin every day yeah. you know for those practical um consequences but also when we go the, down those paths repentance is an option is still the best option is what we should right. run to but we need to expect and understand that there's real there's, there's be real consequences, consequences right, right. whether yeah. it's in a relationship or yeah. you know the law or whatever it would right. it may be right we talk about the repercussions you know we've only really highlighted one broken fellowship but yeah. you're right there's there are very real consequences and you can still be forgiven and and yet there be consequences yeah you have to deal with them it, it, even in, in the gospel there's still like um, we are forgiven as believers yeah but the consequences are still uh, doled out. Yeah. We just didn't bear them. Christ did. <laughs> right. And so there were still consequences. It wasn't just like, okay, I'm just going to overlook those things. I'm going to sweep them under the rug. No, there are consequences. And the same is true when we walk away from the Lord and we make sinful decisions. There may be consequences that are long lasting. Yeah. yeah? Uh, that might be physical in nature. That might uh, have 
be relational in nature, yeah. you know, other broken relationships, uh, in, in, in your marriage or, um, in your workplace, or, um, yeah. there may be financial ramifications. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got a ticket you yeah. know, and, and you have to pay May There might be, there might be jail time, you know, there might be right. things like that. Um, and yet, uh, we can, uh, we can still be, uh, made right with the Lord. Right. Um, well, cool. And let's let's move on then to this last question. And yeah. it's interesting because we're getting to a, a, a theological idea regarding right. do we lose our salvation? Right, right. And Can so, we backslide so right. far can, that we find ourselves yeah. like out yeah. of out so, of the so grace of God? Essentially, like, can you can we get to so much sin yeah. uh, where? We lose salvation, right? Where we lose our salvation, right? And, and that's that's a, that's a pretty common concept. That's where backsliding yeah, comes in, right? Is uh, well, what about somebody who just backslides all the way out, and uh, and next thing you know, they are just not following Christ at all, rejecting yeah. Him, even maybe claiming, yeah. "I am not a Christian anymore" or whatever, you know, yeah. and uh, living a completely unbiblical lifestyle. Um, not just not going to church or right. not reading their Bible anymore, but all the way right on out uh, the door. Yeah, and this is, I mean, for listeners, like this is a really important question because as Christians, we're banking on that we are saved. And yeah. so it's so important to understand and, and to realize what is the assurance of that? You yeah. know, like what, how are we saved? And then by the means that we are saved and how do we yeah. stay saved, you yeah. know? So what a, did, it's a great we, question. How Let's, do we stay safe? Right. Yeah. This is, a, these, these are real questions that we'd love to answer. And, uh, and we can see if we think about backsliding all that, like, mm-hmm. okay, is that, is this a logical uh, possibility? Yeah. Um, well, let's just give the short answer and then we can uh, flesh it out. Is the answer is no, you cannot lose your salvation. Right. The scripture teaches you cannot lose your salvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, John 10, Jesus saying, uh, no one can snatch the sheep no one can snatch us out of his hand. Yeah. Um, in Romans 8, we see the golden chain of salvation that starts with predestination in our justification, our calling, all the way, to, all the way he says, who are also glorified. Mm. It's Romans 8, uh, 28 to 30. There he, he has this, what's known as the unbreakable chain of salvation. And then yeah. right after that, that great, what can separate us from the love of God? And yeah. basically, nada. Nothing, not even ourselves. <laughs> not even ourselves yeah. can separate us from the love of God. And w- why we get to there and how we get to there scripturally speaking is because it never starts with us in the first place Mm. our salvation is a gift of god that christ won yeah and it's christ's obedience to the father it is christ's perseverance in the faith it is christ who paid the penalty for us right and and understanding that well we got in not by our own merit yeah it it is by faith we are saved through grace uh, and that not of our own doing uh ephesians 2 8 and 9 um that that when we understand well it started there it's kept there throughout our yeah. life, and it will also it, it'll take be us finished, home. Yeah. It'll be finished by Christ. Right. That he came to call out his sheep, to persevere his sheep, and to bring his sheep home. Yeah. And so, when with that understanding, um, it, uh, it, it's, it's an impossible situation. Right. Now, that doesn't mean that we're just robots. It doesn't right. mean that we just like, we have no responsibility mm-hmm. and we're just like here and yeah. we just like. Which is usually you know, like what, what, you know, the counter, 
the, what usually comes up when you talk about this, like yeah. the yeah. salvation starting being the work of, of yeah. the spirit in our hearts and then, yeah. you know, carrying all that out. Well, well then what do I have to do in yeah. all of it? You know, yeah. I was just randomly selected and right. in this assembly line, apparently. Right. 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 Well, we, the, what happens uh, in, in the spiritual realm and, and in the, you know, God's election and predestination, all mm-hmm. that stuff, that's, we don't, we don't know that. Right. And so what do we know here is that, yeah, in the same way, the scripture teaches that we have a responsibility to, right. uh, to follow the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so how do we know then like the changed heart? Well, we know a changed heart by a changed life yeah. and somebody who is progressively growing. Mm-hmm. Jesus taught this in, in uh, Mark four in the, in, uh, uh, one of his parables there, um, you know, he talks about how the seed seed is scattered rather, and then uh, um, at the, by the farmer, and then he says in Mark four twenty eight, the earth produces by itself first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain of, in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts it in the sickle because the harvest has come. And so what what that's a reference to is uh, is our growth in the Lord. Oh. You know, there's these incremental things. You come to faith, and then next thing you know, like that's the seed, and then it's there's this little sprout, and then the, yeah. that if you think of like yeah. an ear of corn, it just comes all the way up, and then once it right. it uh, is ready to be harvested, that's you know um, uh, speaking to when God calls us and takes us home, and uh, and so uh, so we are growing. That's the mm. fruit. Um, those that have truly been changed by Christ, their life bears evidence. Mm-hmm. The fruit bears evidence to where the roots are. Yeah. And if we're rooted in Christ, then the fruit There's is going to show. Yeah. But if we're not, then 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 we're not. A, a good tree doesn't bear bad fruit, and a bad tree doesn't bear good fruit. Jesus mm-hmm. said. And so so this scenario that that's being brought up. Well, can somebody backslide their way all the way out to you know to be out of uh, out of salvation? Even if at one point they claim to be a Christian, maybe they showed a little bit of fruit and all that. Yeah. Um, if they don't make it to the end, then what that shows is they were never planted in Christ in the first place. Right. Uh, because they would have made it to the end. Mm-hmm. It's the the kind of biblical truth of uh, only those who uh, persevere in the faith will make it to the end. Right. But all those who make it to the end will be saved. Right. Yeah? Uh, right. And, well, uh, and and we have examples of that. Like you know, Sermon on the Mount. Christ talks about those people, the the workers of lawlessness, who are at the end. They're going to come and say, "Hey, we did these things. We casted out demons in your name." Yeah. And Jesus is going to say, "Depart from me. I never knew you." Yeah. You know, like you were referencing the churches. You know, you have. This church, you know, implying that this is a group of the church of Laodicea. Yeah. These are people who, in fact, think they are Christians. Yeah. And like you said, Christ is on the outside. Right. So we have examples even in the Bible, which, you know, should should uh, make us think hard and fast about our own right. lives. Look at us, right? But that there are Christians, quote unquote, that are actually, right. uh, they don't know the, the real gospel. Right. And so, you know, right. those are kind of those those people that you might see that you know backslide you know sin so much that they get to the point where maybe they're like right. um, i'm not a christian anymore and right. like you're saying they were never to they begin with in the first place yeah and and so what exposes that what exposes the fruit it's when mm-hmm. trials come right um and in the midst of the trial is somebody staying firm in their faith mm-hmm. still claiming christ or are they you know throwing up the peace sign and saying yeah. i'm out of here yeah this this following jesus stuff yeah. isn't for me that's oh, just it's what shows like it break takes you down to the foundation in the storm and you realize oh this wasn't built yeah, on there christ was nothing. yeah and this is it's an interesting this is an interesting thing that we're talking about i think as christians it's not our job to 
to judge who's saved and not saved. Right. You know, it's it's a matter of the heart. And I think because this this we get into this. Well, what about that Christian who genuinely loves Jesus, but man, they're in a tough they're in a tough place. Like right. life is hard. Sin is defeating them. Um, you know, maybe they're in a season where it's just, and sometimes those seasons can be long. Yeah. Uh, it's not our. It's we're not the judge, you know. Yeah. We're not the the person who who is condemning or accepting people into heaven. It's not our job to to decide was this person saved or not saved. Yeah. But like you're saying though, there's still that real, there's that real thing that a a, a person who is planted in Christ bears fruit, which yeah. you know kind of leads to that idea. There's a there's a there's a tendency, there's a trajectory, there's a direction of growth. Yeah. You know. Right. Right. That that implies that the gospel seed is is right. indeed planted there, right? Right. And for people that looks differently, you know, yeah. Some people grow rapidly, um, and, and others don't. You know? Yeah. And others, it's a longer process, and 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 yet there's always like there's always some growth, right? There's a, even if it's two steps forwards, one back, whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's a it it, it is. Um, Though our 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 ability to sin remains always until death, yeah. uh, our propensity to sin is diminishing, mm. um, and uh, and and you know again that's kind of comes and goes sometimes, yeah. and and uh, some grow more rapidly than others, um, but yet there is a progression towards towards Christ, and that's how we know who are genuinely saved, and so um, so this idea of somebody's going all the way back to then the point no longer claiming Christ, um, then they they were never in Christ yeah. in the first place. Yeah, and I would I would I mean based just on the question I would. Uh, just encourage those who are struggling with sin, maybe feel like they are defeated. Man, get plugged in to the church, right. whether you know you're listening and you go to our church, redemption, or you're you know you're listening and you go to another church. You know, we we were the church is a body for a reason, you know, yeah. like we were meant to to long suffer to come and come alongside with one another and fight sin together. Um, and also be encouraged that like if you are saved, you are yeah. saved, right? You know, we have assurance. In, in the blood of Christ. There's yeah. nothing, there's nothing, you are not far gone. Yeah. Um, but that being said, God and, and Jesus and we should take sin very seriously. That's right, right. And, and fight it together. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. If you find yourself discouraged in the faith today, you find yourself, uh, you know, walking through the, the difficult uh, things of this life, cast yourself on Christ, run and hide in Him, and you will find Him faithful. Um uh, and uh, and you can uh, have a confident hope, uh, a confident expectation that better days are ahead, that Christ is sufficient. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. To learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope that you'll join us next week as we consider it.